Welcome to the Soul Tutive Leaders Podcast. And today's episode is for you if burnout is on your radar. Whether it's for yourself or whether it's for team members, if you've found it almost impossible to get people to hit the ground running in January, this episode is going to guide you through how to spot the warning signs, why most of what we're doing with burnout prevention initiatives is actually accidentally fixing the wrong thing, and practical things you can do today to turn this around. The Soul Intuitive Leaders podcast is for business leaders who are making waves and changing the rules with their hearts, not just their heads. But they know that their secret 3am self-talk is getting in the way. Where others stress about the status quo, you're the action taker who drives the changes. Making a difference is hardwired into your DNA. The Soul Intuitive Leaders podcast is here to help. Led by Claire Yosa, law changer, eight times author and international speaker, each episode is designed to help you clear out the secret glass ceilings you never realized you'd put in your own way so that you can show up as all of who you really are and reclaim your power to make the difference you know you were born to make in the world with courage, confidence and passion. Free each Friday. Find out how to subscribe so you never miss an episode at soultuitive.fm. So welcome back to the Soul Intuitive Leaders podcast. We used to be called the Soul Lead Leaders, then some light manufacturer in the States trademarked that, and we ended up changing our name. And then a lot of life got in the way, and there's been an enormous hiatus. So thank you for bearing with me. If you were a subscriber to the former version of the podcast, I hope you're going to love this new one. And my team is on board now to help make sure that I'm much more consistent in releasing it each week. So if you've got a question you'd love me to answer or a topic you'd love me to cover, please get in touch. You can find me over on LinkedIn, Claire Yosa, DM me, there's only one of me. And let's see what we can co-create in a future episode of the Soul Intuitive Leaders podcast. And for today, I want to talk about New Year, same old burnout. When I look at social media, particularly LinkedIn, there are two types of people at the moment. The ones sitting there waving their pom-poms, cheering, saying, yay, January, hit the ground running, I'm diving in, I'm raring to go. And the rest of us who are like, I'm crawling into January. I'm already tired. We're two weeks in and I already feel behind enough with the juggling and the pom-poms already, yeah? So I've been researching burnout for the last four years now. We've had an international research study running continuously for the past two years, two and a half years since the start of lockdowns. In the past week, 23% of people have thought about quitting their job due to burnout. And that figure's been pretty consistent for about the last six months. 23% of people have thought in the past week of quitting their job due to burnout. And this is a scientifically fact study. So this is not just like in a normal questionnaire. This is based on our research. And we're finding that the proportion of people who are at what I would call high to severe risk of burnout is increasing every single month because people keep pushing on through. And there's a bit of a myth about burnout, which is that you have to wait until you're signed off work sick before you've burnt out. There are some really important symptoms that actually we need to watch for, either in ourselves, in our loved ones, or in our colleagues and team members. And one of the biggest with burnout is to realize it's actually a sliding scale, not a destination. And the earlier in that point, in that journey, you can take action to press pause, to stop the burnout roller coaster, the easier it is to deal with. But it's never too 
late. So on that sliding scale, some of the symptoms you might be looking for are, for example, having a couple of weeks off at Christmas and your energy levels and your batteries being absolute stone dead empty within a few days of being back. It can affect our concentration. It can make people irritable and critical. It reduces our performance. It reduces our productivity. It makes it harder to retain information. We might find we're holding back on speaking up with our ideas. We might find that we're falling into the trap of doing mainly admin because being creative when you're worried about burning out and your brain and body and emotions are exhausted is really tough. And there's neuroscience reasons behind why that is. It is not your fault. But one of the biggest issues I'm seeing with burnout is something that I call toxic resilience. So toxic resilience is where we feel we've got to bounce back. We've got to push on through. We've got to keep going, even if we're secretly on our knees, because we sense there's an expectation that we can't slow down. And heaven forbid, we would actually stop. Toxic resilience is where that gritted teeth determination to force, to push on through despite how we're feeling, governs our major decisions. And toxic resilience, we found in organisations that the levels of toxic resilience and people's perception of the expectations of toxic resilience are huge. So in our current research study, we found that 68% of people feel that there is a strong expectation in their organisation to bounce back and be resilient quickly when things go wrong. This has been such an issue that we've actually been developing a research model called the Toxic Resilience Scale to allow you to measure the various components that lead to this in an organisation. So 68% of people, nearly, that's over two-thirds of employees, feel they should bounce back this toxic resilience. And yet we found it's one of two really big internal drivers of burnout, the other one being imposter syndrome. There is a direct link between the two. Now, if you're someone who likes the statistics behind the statements, make sure you go and read my burnout research white paper. It's there for you as my gift at claireyosa.com forward slash burnout hyphen research. And I will put the link to that in the show notes and in the description for this podcast episode. So you can just click right through and go and read that right now. And what we've been finding is that most organizations are trying really hard to deal with burnout. I mean, for goodness sake, 23%, that's nearly one in four employees, is thinking every single week about quitting their job due to burnout. They're exhausted. They're on their knees. 10% are thinking about it daily. One in 10 every single day thinking of quitting their job due to burnout. By the time someone gets to that stage, they actually really, really need some support. They need some intervention. So... A lot of companies have been trying hard on this. They've been working on their well-being. They've been running motivational workshops. They've been bringing in beanbags in meeting rooms. They've been having free gym passes. They've been offering mindfulness apps. Doing everything they can think of to cure burnout because they know the impact it has on people, on productivity, on interpersonal relationships, on innovation, on creativity, and the bottom line. When I talk to clients, when we're early in that business development process, a lot of them talk about how requests for sabbaticals and leave of absence are skyrocketing. People who don't want to quit their job, but they know they can't continue. And if that kind of thing is happening in your organization, we need to talk. Okay, there'll be a link on how to book a call with me in the show notes. But I need to share a really important truth with you for a moment. 
And that is that most organizations are trying really, really hard to ease the surface level symptoms of burnout rather than addressing what's causing it. Okay, this is like a bucket of cold water, but those of us who are going through burnout or who've been through it, which I have done multiple times, so I am wearing that t-shirt right now. We know this truth to be true. No amount of self-care is going to cure burnout that's caused by workload, by too many meetings, by toxic resilience, by toxic team members, by a destructive culture, by a working environment that's not supporting us. So whilst we can do the work to top up our inner batteries, the research I've been doing shows there are actually three core pillars, core drivers of burnout. They are the culture, the environment, and our habits. And we need to address all three to be able to truly prevent burnout. So the culture, this might be an organization's culture, a national culture, a family culture, a regional culture, a faith-based culture. The culture is what sets our expectations, our values, what's important to us about how things are going to work. The environment is the practical, physical embodiment of that culture. How does that work day to day? And then the habits are our personal habits. So these are the core drivers. And you can see there's nothing in there about, well, we need more self-care. Because yes, we need self-care, but actually what we need to be doing to truly clear burnout is to clear the triggers that are causing the burnout rather than just putting sticking plasters on top of the symptoms. So the Burnout Research White Paper gives you lots of information about what you can do, both short-term and long-term. As I say, playyosa.com forward slash burnout hyphen research, link in the show notes. But what can you do right here, right now, today? How can you help yourself or your team members with burnout? So I've talked already in this episode about some of the symptoms. But one of the things that we've done to help make this more objective is to create the burnout scorecard. This is based on the research studies, and it's a three-minute assessment that you can do, completely confidential, that gives you your burnout risk score, and it gives you a personalized action plan. So if you have a team member who you think might be heading towards burnout, maybe they've, they've been stiff up and lipping it and pushing on through, and they're in denial, and you don't want to have that conversation... You can always ask them to do the burnout risk scorecard, and then it gives you something objective you can discuss, similarly for yourself. Because once we've measured something and we've got objective feedback on it, it's easier to start to do something about it. I've developed the natural resilience method process that is a five-step science-backed process that helps you to do that deeper dive work on the habits aspect, the habits pillar of burnout, and that's something that we can run for individuals on a coaching basis or via the Natural Resilience Method app if you know that you want to make a larger scalable impact in your teams. But at the same time as doing that, we need to look at what are the cultural factors, what are the environmental factors that might be causing someone to experience burnout. So here is some of what the research study has been saying. So with remote and hybrid working, and actually if we're honest, even before then, one of the big triggers for people burning out is not having clear boundaries between work and home. So when we ask people, how often do you check your emails outside of core working hours? 34% said every single day. 23% said most days. And a lot of those people are checking them last thing at night just in case something important has come in, meaning they're never actually winding down and switching off. They're in work mode for their entire waking hours. So that's 47% of people 
are routinely checking their emails outside of core working hours when they should be switched off. Another one of the factors that's a really big trigger is actually pinging notifications. So this can almost, well, it can actually create a micro trauma response in somebody who's stressed, overwhelmed, exhausted, emotionally drained, and feeling they've got to keep pushing on through, even if they're feeling awful, that ping that you can get from Teams or wherever else can actually be a massive stress trigger that takes them out of the zone. It gets them out of concentrating on what they were working on. It can take a good 10 to 15 minutes to get back in that flow. So pings, which some companies use them, some companies don't, but they are actually optional. Only 12% of people said they felt they had permission to ignore pings until they were ready. 5% said they constantly work and live in dread of them, feeling totally overwhelmed. 38% found them distracting, but they can handle them. And 45% found it made them feel under pressure to respond and they tensed up even if they were busy. Now, here's where the issue is with this. When that ping comes through, that ding, if you're running that pattern, the pattern that 50% of employees are running where it creates a stress response. It fires off the fight, flight, freeze mechanism. It fires off cortisol, adrenaline, other stress hormones. I just want to interrupt this episode to ask, have you taken my burnout risk scorecard yet? If you're a busy business leader feeling overwhelmed, worrying that you're burning out, you are not alone. So many leaders push on through burnout, but it's simply not sustainable. That's why I created the Soultuitive Leaders Burnout Risk Scorecard. It's a research-backed quiz-style assessment that will give you your burnout risk score and a personalized action plan in under three minutes. It's quick, confidential, and will help you to take control of your well-being. So don't let burnout hold you back from reaching your potential and making the difference you're really here to make. Take the scorecard now at soultuitive.fm forward slash burnout and you can start taking practical actions today towards preventing burnout once and for all. This starts triggering off the body's fear response. It diverts the blood flow in the brain from the bit that does your clever thinking to the bit that cares about survival. It stops you concentrating. And one of the biggest causes of burnout is simply too much cortisol and adrenaline in the system. You're constantly running in fight, flight, freeze, which was only designed to last for a few minutes at a time when the body was first created or evolved. And you end up doing it for months. So a really simple quick win is looking at, well, do we actually need pings, for example? Another big factor if we're looking at culture, how often do you feel judged, criticized, or compared to others at work? We had 30% of people said daily or regularly. Again, triggering the fight, flight, freeze. Somebody who's burning out is likely to be beating themselves up a lot. And I've already talked about the link between imposter syndrome and burnout. The white paper covers that in detail. Link is in the show notes. So when somebody's judged or criticized, it can trigger major imposter syndrome. Yeah, this is for 30% of team members as soon as they feel judged or criticized, it fires off that burnout, creating stress, fight, flight, freeze response. And when we look at workload, 59% of respondents said their workload is simply too much. 1% nowhere near enough, yeah? Okay, so we got 59%, their workload is far too high. If you force somebody to do work that's beyond their physical capability, and when someone's close to burnout or running imposter syndrome, that capability reduces, 
then you are going to almost guarantee that they will burn out. There is so much more we can talk about about this, but the main thing today is please go and read the research paper and then maybe do the burnout scorecard assessment for yourself. This will help you between those two to be able to spot the warning signs in your teams. The white paper gives you actionable suggestions for what actions you can take, what you can start changing right away, and what might need to take a bit more time, both for yourself and for your wider team to prevent burnout. And the most important thing I would ask you today is if you feel that you're heading towards burnout is please take action. Reach out to me and my team, see how we can help. Talk to your line manager. If you don't feel you can talk to your line manager, find someone you can trust. Go and do the scorecard, get your personalized action plan and start looking after your well-being today. And I'm going to wrap up today's episode there. But the whole of this month, we're going to be looking in more detail at burnout. Next episode, I'm going to be talking about the impact of psychological safety at work legislation on burnout and why this can ironically make people less likely to ask for help. We're going to be looking at things like how to say no to too many meetings without upsetting people and blackballing your career. We're going to explore the resilience backlash and the role of toxic resilience in burnout in more detail. And we're also going to look at what I call the hypervigilance triangle, imposter syndrome, toxic resilience and burnout and how they feed each other. So by the end of the next few episodes, you should have a really clear idea of how to spot burnout, either in yourself or team members, how to start taking action to prevent it once and for all. And if you'd love to work together on this, details of how to get in touch to book a call are in the show notes. So I will be back next week where we're looking at psychological safety at work in the context of burnout and imposter syndrome. And if you've got thoughts or questions on today's episode, please let me know in the show notes. There'll be a link to a discussion thread over on LinkedIn where we can keep this conversation going. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Soultuitive Leaders podcast. If you're looking to take your leadership skills to the next level, be sure to subscribe and tune in each Friday for new episodes packed with valuable insights and actionable strategies. And as a special thank you for subscribers, I'm sharing exclusive resources and bonuses that you won't find anywhere else. So don't miss out. Head over to soultuitive.fm now to subscribe and grab your subscriber-only goodies. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week on the Soultuitive Leaders podcast. Have a great week.